Oh, ready? Okay, guys and girls, we are on the coalface with mortgage broker Mark Conway talking about what everyone's talking about. What's happening with interest rates? The weirdest thing. So stay tuned. We're going to talk to Mark Conway right now. So we've got uh, Billy Drury, salesperson. We've got Wayne Hughes, business consultant. We've got Mark Conway, mortgage broker. And we've got uh, Mark Novak. <laughs> Real estate extraordinaire. Yeah, he's a good bloke. That's right. <laughs> good bloke. So um, whatever, what's, uh, what's on your mind to ask the mortgage broker, gents? And this is a live show. Anyone that wants to ask, ask away. Yeah, Mark, uh, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Wayne, thank you, Sue. Um, was this expected? Because we had we had uh, mixed, mixed, um, I guess, uh, mixed uh, sort of what was foreseen expectations. And then all of a sudden, they've paused it, finally. Yeah. They paused it because the inflation figures are looking a little bit better. But the, the major banks were very 50-50 on what they both thought. Um, and... Philip Lowe, the Reserve Bank Governor, has basically said he's going to review again next month um, and they're looking for a little bit more data before they can continue either pausing or raising rates in the near future. And they're now predicting 2024-2025 is when the rates will actually come down. Um, So we're in interesting times at the moment and a lot of the banks have started reducing some of their fixed rates, just one, two and three years. Um, just to be a bit more competitive, and that shows um, that we're almost at the top of the cycle at the moment. It was really interesting, Mark, the uh, Australian Financial Review last Wednesday or Thursday, I think it was, I think it was Thursday last week on the 29th, um, they were just saying too close to call 50-50, and so all the bank and the AFR were all saying we just don't know where this one's going, and that was only three days out from the uh, announcement. So... The other thing that links in, and the other thing that links in with this, I saw a report a little a few days back with it from the Australian Bureau of Statistics, saying that um, for the second consecutive month, inflation had fallen um, under what was the preceding month, and so that meets their definition of um, inflation having gone over the top of the uh, cycle. That's exactly right. So uh, most of the banks are still predicting maybe one more rate increase. They just don't know when. And um, it does feel like we're almost at the top of the cycle at the moment as well, which is very good for budgeting for a lot of people as well, thinking yeah. how much is this going to keep costing? It's, you know, it's $700 every single month. Uh, some people's payments have gone up, you know, 1000 1500 a month as well at the moment. So... It's, it's tough to call about what's going to happen in the next quarter or even throughout the rest of this calendar year, but it does feel like we're almost at the top of the cycle. So Mark, Mark, Conway, Mark Conway, broker on today, guys, talking about what uh, what he's seeing on the coal face with mortgages if you've just tuned in. Yeah. Sorry, Wayne, what were you going to say? So, Mark, um, one of the other comments that uh, Philip Lowe made uh, when he was at the press club was about the, 
they were looking very closely at the rental rates at the moment. They were looking um, at correct, yes. Yeah, really? Yeah, they, they said that that's one of the things in their clear focus. But, Mark, one of the things that um, I, I guess question for you is that for us old enough, not like Billy here, but for us old enough in the market, you know, we've seen rates way higher than where they are at the moment, and yet we were still buying houses and things. And with rent going the way it is, are you getting approached yet by any people saying, um, can I skip across from renting to buying? Uh, because that's bound to come at some point in the next 12 months. It is. Um, um, not a lot of tenants have decided to buy recently. I think um, they're struggling with rising rents as it is. And yep. a lot of those people don't seem to have as much cash lying around as other people that are actively in the market. Um, and, and, and speaking of the market, it seems that open homes are really busy at the moment and some property prices have already increased as well. Um, and we're seeing that in several different demographics of Sydney at the moment as well, where where unexpectedly properties are selling for more than they would, would have been you know, two or three months ago. Yeah. So it feels like people are getting used to the cost of funds. Ian Pre Billy, what are you getting, why are you so quiet? <laughs> I've got a question. Um, yes. What, what is normal these days for more, for the cash rate? It didn't seem normal to have it at 17% many, many moons ago. And it didn't seem normal to have it at zero percent where money was free. So what is normal? What's the long-term forecast? The long-term forecast is, is money to cost a borrower high threes to the early fours. Um, that's the historical average that they've been talking about lately in a couple of different articles. That would be a cash rate of give or take 2%. We're at 3.6% um, at the moment. Um, and then what they're talking about is those seven rate decreases that they have spoken about a couple of times would bring that cash rate from 3.6 back to around that 2%. Um, and that's yep. in line with 2, two to 3% inflation as well. Do you get people freaking out when they call you? Or like, are they like, shooting the bed? Uh, <laughs> do they call and say, mate, what do I do, help? Or is there, in most part of it, sort of calmness out there? So I've asked that question to lots of brokers as well that I speak to all the time. Have, they had, have they had many clients freaking out? Yeah. Or have they been getting any distressing phone calls? Um, and we haven't da, really da, da, and yeah. the answer is we actually haven't seen it. Uh, surprisingly, um, there's a few demographic areas where we don't have so much of a customer footprint, and I'm thinking that some of those socio-economic areas might be suffering worse than the eastern suburbs, North Shore, Northern Beaches of Sydney, where we, me and some of the other guys I work with, have um, have predominant most of our clients as well. Not according to the chief economist of CBA, he agrees with you. He agrees with me. He agrees with you. Right. And um, we did an interview with him one on one, and he was saying it's um, it's uh, you know it has gone up a touch, yeah. but nothing concerning for CBA. Yeah, they seem to think people have got a lot of money in offset and savings. That's what the RBA seems to think, and that's what the banks are telling the RBA from a data perspective. Um, however. That means no holidays. You're eating up all your savings to cater for the highest, the high mortgage repayments. Yeah. And in a period of time, everyone's cash will be exhausted. So just, and I think some people borrowed to meet the market, and I think that that's what's going to exhaust their savings because their debt level is that little bit higher than they probably would have liked. They did keep a little bit of a buffer, um, but we'll see if that gets eaten up over the over the foreseeable future. I, I'm pretty good when I'm committed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go, I go, I go good 
Um, and in all seriousness, I think if people have committed to uh, have got mortgage stress, um, in most part, it's a healthy commitment. It's not like they've mortgaged a, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, if, it, if it's naughty debt, of course you're going to be in trouble. But if it's good debt, yeah. I think in most part people fight for shelter, they fight for food, yeah. um, they do the right thing. So, yeah, I think we should, it looks like so far we're okay. That's right. I mean, if you've weathered the past six months, you can keep weathering it because we're almost at the top of the cost of funds. Um, and I just think people's probably, they're probably tightening their budget, you know, dealing with higher higher rents or they're dealing with higher utility bills, things like that. So, um, um, and just like what Wayne said, it was rents, it was also the cost of living that the RBA was focusing on at the moment as well, where they're trying to be a little bit more mindful of the, some of their rate increases um, while staying resolute to making sure that inflation comes back down to a reasonable period. Like that word, resolute. Resolute. <laughs> Mark, another thing: um, Are you seeing much difference between the product offerings at the moment between the big four banks and the next tier banks? So, is there an opportunity for them to be innovative with their with their products? Um, I'm finding that they're all quite similar at the moment. Well, it's a little bit of a variance in servicing um, and pricing from the small banks to the big banks is a bit closer than it used to have been. Um, but big loans with an, a low risk profile, so a low LVR, are being priced a bit more aggressively as well. And we're also finding literally 90 plus percent of people are happy to stay on a variable. Um, they don't want to commit to a fixed rate, even if it's a one or a two year fixed rate, uh, unless it's for an investment property where they're just uh, happy to have that debt sitting on you know, mid, mid to high 5% and be done for the next 24 months. So I guess a, midterm, that's probably the biggest change that would have happened, but, you know, people fixing. People, people fixing, fixing it. That's right, right, yeah. And then this impending mortgage cliff. Most people I speak to have been well prepared for this. Um, uh, they've been putting a bit of cash on the side or they've just done some of their budgets on, on, on the mid-fives coming off the high ones. So, you know, a lot of people with a sub-2% fixed rate coming off and they can run uh, one, one year to 18 months. And the biggest Is there... Is yeah, there uh, any any sort of sector of the market that just doesn't is not looking for finance at the moment, not interested about buying, i.e., investors? Uh, from our perspective, it's just generally high net worth people that don't need funding. Uh, but we're seeing a little bit more competitive, like Wayne, like Wayne, yeah. And uh, we're seeing a bit more competitiveness at some of the high end auctions at the moment, uh, where some of those people just they're unaffected by the cost of funds. Uh, or their business has just gone from strength to strength in the, in the last couple of years. But anyone that um, anyone where you were you were good, you like say for example, when money was at its cheapest, you were what was the majority of your sort of clientele looking like? What were they using the funds for? Was it an investment versus what is it now? Is it owner occupied? Oh, it's probably a bit of a mixed. Oh, it's a great question. It's a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. Has uh, the, the shopping list changed? No, the shopping list hasn't really changed. Um, you know, it's all about the intention, and the intention has always been very similar. You know, yeah. We're either investing or we're buying somewhere to live. We'd like to keep our existing properties. The rental market is good. Uh, banks are assessing the cost of the property, but they're also taking a really high 80 or 90% of your rental income. Oh, really? Yeah. So that makes a big difference as they well. Used, they used to shade it. They used um, to shade 25, it. 25%, 30%. Yeah, some banks take up to 30% off your rent but they'll still take 100% of the costs 
So they're double dipping there to a degree. Um, and in a rising rental market, that seems a little bit unfair as well. So going to a lender that, that uses 80 or 90% of investment income uh, can increase your borrowing power substantially as well. That's interesting. Yeah, that's another 20% of your income. That's, that's right, yeah. yeah. So, so, Mark, and it's hard to keep those different properties now than it used to be. And Mark, along that, uh, along that line as well, are you seeing the valuations of property coming in uh, with the bank valuers being extremely conservative at the moment, or are they being re realistic given what people are paying for problems? Boys, you've got some great questions that's today. That's Jesus that's Christ! That's <laughs> Sorry, Mark, putting you on the um, spot here. Wow. You ask I love it. What we are seeing is when you do a refinance or an equity position, that the bank's valuers are cherry-picking all the low fruit from the comparable sales. They're being ultra, ultra-conservative. I'm finding I'm doing three and four and five valuations with different lenders to try and squeeze another 50 grand of, of, of you know, equity if I'm, you know, looking for some cash to do something else for someone. So we're, we're not just staying with the one bank. We're doing lots of upfront free valuations. Um, if we need to pay for them, we're subsidizing those as well, just to see if we can make sure that we can get a really good result because we are seeing quite a variance in valuations. Like and a and great, great plug for you here because yeah. that's why people should use a, a broker and someone like yourself rather than just going back to the bank and just that's going, right. you talk to me. There's no substitute. It amazes me why people go to the banks directly when they should be coming through someone like you and getting comparisons. Exactly right. Yeah. So what's the yeah. difference? What's the biggest difference you've seen in some of these valuations coming back? Oh, probably 15% variation Holy from God. highest to lowest. Oh, um, yeah. In, in in Victoria and New South Wales, not so much in Queensland, but um, we are, I have seen some really, really big variances, um, especially on easy, easy make or break on a deal. Well, it could yeah. be a difference in fifty or a hundred thousand dollars in equity. You might really need that equity if you want to if you want to keep that property and buy buy a house to live in. Uh, house prices have obviously come down a little bit, but now there's a bit more competition with with families looking to secure something. Yeah, mm. yeah really interesting. Right. Yeah. That's our uh, that's our five-minute cover that went for 14 minutes yeah. uh, on, on mortgages. But really clever question. And I think the questions that were represented by everyone today are the ones that are really out there in the community. So it's good just to have a bouncing board like Mark. Thanks, buddy, for coming in. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. We're, we're, we're doing a road trip. Yes. <laughs> we can see well, some guys. <laughs> just yeah, remember, back back seat, yes. yeah. the back seat's got a coffee machine and it's got the biggest piece of bread um, <laughs> you've ever seen. So, this is almost half a meter long of bread uh, from Iggy's. Iggy's uh, Serbian, Serbian. Uh, uh, he's Serbian. Yeah, he's, I swear to God. Nah. Yeah, I swear to God. Really? He's Serbian. He's Googling. He's bread. Best bread in best bread, best bread in Sydney. That's, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get a. We're gonna get a cough. Yeah. All right. With our well, family. Yes, guys. Yeah. I have a coffee machine in my car as well in case case he breaks down and we really like our coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, big coffee people. Big coffee people. Big coffee people. People. All right, guys. All right. Everyone, hopefully, helped you today. Rolling out. out. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 bye.